in order to appreciate what Jesus is wanting to teach us and reveal to us, and Peter's response to this moment, to Jesus Christ, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you over the waters. In order to appreciate what's happening here and to understand its impact on your life and mine, I'd like to take us back into the Scripture to see a pattern. Let's start with Moses. As we know, God appeared to him in a burning bush. And he said to Moses, I want to send you to go to Pharaoh and to free my people from Egypt, from slavery. How did Moses respond? Who am I, Lord, that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? Lord, I am not eloquent, but slow of speech and tongue. Please send someone else. How does God answer? I will be with you, and I will put my words into your mouth and into the mouth of your brother Aaron. Let's jump to Gideon. During the time of Gideon, he was one of the judges of Israel. The Midianites, that nation, oppressed Israel, and Israel was a much smaller nation. And God appears to Gideon and tells him that he wants Gideon to be the vessel that will free the Israelites from the oppression under the Midianites. How does Gideon respond? Lord, how can I deliver Israel? My clan is the weakest clan in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. How does God respond? But I will be with you. And it's beautiful how God presses the point further when Gideon appears with 32,000 soldiers. And God says to Gideon, that's too many. If you overcome the Midianites with a force that large, you will think that it was by your own power. And so God, through a couple tests, thins out the army of Gideon and leaves him with 300 soldiers to face the legion army of Midian. Let's jump to Jeremiah. The Lord wanted to send Jeremiah as a prophet to his people. And how does Jeremiah respond? Lord, I am too young, and because I am young, I don't know how to speak. 
And the Lord says, do not say you are only a youth, for you shall go to whom I send you, and whatever I command you shall speak. Do not be afraid, for I am with you to deliver you. And we all remember the calling of Peter. As is often the case in Scripture, when the Lord calls someone, they become so profoundly aware of their unworthiness. Peter says to Jesus, Lord, depart from me, for I am a sinful man. And Jesus says, Peter, don't be afraid, for I, I will make you a fisher of men. Do we see the pattern? Can we hear the lesson? My dear friends, when we realize who we have become in Christ, the Christ life that we are called to live, and the mission of Christ into which every baptized Christian is called to take part. It is right and normal that we would feel it's beyond us. We will feel and become aware of our inadequacy, that by our own strength and abilities, we can't do what God is asking. And like so many of these characters in the scriptures, we become more profoundly aware of our weakness, our unworthiness, and our human frailty. But God will take none of these as an excuse. In fact, it doesn't even seem to matter to God because the one who calls will supply the grace. The one who sends will supply the power and the strength that we don't have. And the result, the success, will depend on God, not on us. Paul, St. Paul understood this lesson really well. God asked him to do so many things, and he kept feeling how weak he was. But he learned he could stay in that weakness and cower in fear like the disciples in the boat or he could open his weakness to the power of God so that God could do mighty things through him. And therefore he said eventually to the Christians of that time, when I am weak, then I am strong. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And then he would boast of his weakness 
He'd say to those Christians, what you are seeing is not me. I am weak, I'm frail, I'm afraid. And then he would praise God for all the works that he was able to do. My friends, I have felt all throughout my Christian life, and especially my calling as a priest, that everything God asks is beyond me. And I've often felt that God's way with me is like a mother bird pushing the baby birds out of the nest. I want to cling to the nest, to the safety, to the security. And God says, nope. You can be and do far more than you could ever have imagined. And it'll be my power, not yours. And one thing I do as a priest <laughs> always marvels me, and I don't know how much you would be able to appreciate this. For me to stand up here and preach, as I often do, this is not me. I was that child up through middle school, whenever I was asked to stand in front of my class and to speak, I would break down crying. I was timid, I was afraid, and my natural inclination, if I were sitting here, I'd be behind that pillar right back there. That's where my natural leaning is. And so whenever I get up here to preach, and often I feel my weakness as I'm preaching, it is a manifestation of the power of God. Because I, like St. Paul, can only boast of my weakness. I am unworthy to be here. I am so weak and frail, and I would not be surprised if I am the biggest chicken this side of the river. But God can do far more. Why is this important? My friends, there is an opportunity that is opening out for us. Jesus Christ wants to strengthen and renew his church. And he wants every single one of us to know and to hear our part to play in this time. None of us are exempt. And as we open our hearts to this invitation of Jesus Christ, that comes through our beloved Archbishop Bernard Hebda, Jesus does not want us to respond out of fear. What do I mean? Fear of risk, fear of the cost, fear of suffering and the hardships, fear of what others may think, fear of our own unworthiness and weakness.
fear of moving beyond our comfort and safety. These are the fears that would keep us in the boat, cowardly, huddled, and clinging to safety. Jesus did not suffer, die, and rise from the dead to leave us in our fear. The other response is Peter. By the gift of faith that the Holy Spirit has placed in you and I, with Peter to step out of the boat and to, and to do this because why? Peter said, if it is you, Lord, command me. If it is the Lord who is calling, if it is the Lord who is inviting, he will be the one to supply the grace and the strength to help us step out of our fears. What Peter is basically saying is, Jesus, I want to step into your world. I want to step fully into the reality of your kingdom where I can do the unimaginable, where I can move beyond my fears and my weaknesses. Jesus, if you command me, I can do this. And every time we look at our fear, we sink like Peter. We got to keep our gaze on Jesus. Then we can rise and walk through our fears, our weaknesses, our unworthiness. And so this first year of implementing the Synod, even though there are beautiful examples already in our community of parishioners gathering to share faith in Christ together, we want to expand it out so that everyone is part of this. And so they're offering formation this fall, seven Tuesdays. Now I know not everyone's schedule may work this fall to attend. I get that. Maybe you won't be able to attend this time around. I also realize that maybe when you go through the training and formation, maybe you will say, you know what? I do not sense God is calling me to be a leader but I do want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of this vision that Jesus Christ is opening up for us. I also believe that some who attend who right now cannot imagine themselves being a leader, I believe God can surprise some of us and we might discover that we are leaders and we just didn't know it. Like me standing here up here preaching. What a miracle that is. <laughs> My dear friends, where the Holy Spirit is taking us is absolutely exciting. 
I don't want any one of us to be left behind. Together we are strong in Christ. And Jesus wants to make us into His community of missionary disciples that are strengthened, nurtured, and emboldened together to share the gospel with each other and and beyond. Let us be a church that steps out in faith and become all that we can be in Christ. Amen?